Good morning. Good morning. How are you? <clears throat> Excuse me. This is Brenda Shoshana Eshen, back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And I was not here last week because we were just finishing up a seven-day sitting uh, to celebrate the Rohatsu Week session that Zen centers all over the world really celebrate. What an amazing experience. So you're not only sitting with those in your own group on Zoom, almost everybody is on Zoom, but but you're sitting with the whole world and you really feel it even more now when we have virtual sittings. You're realizing that the connection, the contact, the warmth, the support is really available, even virtually. And what does that say about our lives itself? What a discovery. Perhaps we're always living a virtual life, being supported by beings all over the world in this reality and in others that we don't see, but we feel, we feel. There's times when enormous support comes, connection comes. So this is really a beautiful experience about the nature itself of connection and the nature of our practice as well. Uchiyama Roshi has said something so wonderful, which I always think of. He gave a little story about Zazen practice, and the way he depicted it was like this. He said, it's as if you're sitting on a train going, taking a trip. You're on a train taking a trip. And of course, of course, as the train moves along, all different kinds of scenery arises Everything, all different kinds. It's a long ride, or it seems like a long ride. And, and, and one day is cloudy, one day it's rainy, one day we pass through incredible, beautiful territory. <clears throat> Trees, flowers, birds. In fact, some of, the, some of the passengers become so enchanted by the scenery, and that's a good word, enchanted, that they... they when the train stops for a moment, they get off the train. They get pulled off the ride. They run to enjoy the beautiful scenery. They don't want it to pass. And they stay there. <laughs> now, there's all kinds of scenery. Some scenery we just hate. We want it to be over. We're going to get off the train to get away from the scenery. You don't want to see this anymore. So interesting. It's such a fantastic, wonderful analogy. So beautiful and so vivid, so vivid. But basically what happens on our ride through the train or our, ride, our, our trip through life, it's a wonderful analogy of our trip through life, of course, which practice is. <clears throat> it's a microcosm of our trip through life. So there we are taking our journey and all the different scenery comes, happy days, sick days, <clears throat> wonderful loving relationships, a bitter pill, rough relationships, rough terrain, a stretch of scenery that we think will never be over. Maybe that's a relationship that just we don't know how to get out of. It's a wonderful analogy of our journey through life and also of practice because as we practice, just like the passenger on the train, we sit down and practice is a lifelong journey not to get somewhere, and we'll go into that in a minute. Many 
to decide to practice, well, I'm going to get somewhere. I'm going to get, I don't like where I am now. I don't like the scenery where I'm at now. And therefore, I'm going to take this trip and I'm going to get to a, a good place, meaning a place where the scenery is lovely. And then I'll get off the train. I've accomplished my practice. <clears throat> Many people use that phrase, I've accomplished my practice. Or I'm enlightened now. Or I'm a, I, I'm whatever, I'm awake, or whatever the word is. And all of that, in my view, is a deep misunderstanding of what practice is because we're not getting anywhere. Where are we going on this journey? How many of us, I'm sorry, take our attention away from the journey and back to the, I mean, the scenery, away from the scenery, which almost hypnotizes us, and back to the question, where am I going? Where is this train headed? Where? And who are these passengers on the train with me? Who are they? Very, very, very powerful questions, koans, not only about our train ride, but about our ride through life. Where am I going? What is this train? And most importantly of all, who is the driver? Who is driving this train? Now, basically, we think we're the drivers. We're the passengers and we're the drivers. That the train is under our control. Well, if the train isn't under our control, we think the scenery is under our control. We get out and we play around in the scenery. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Or Or we don't like it and we want to fix the scenery. We want to change it. We want to make it more to our liking. Same with the passengers in the train. They're there with us. That's like our sangha, our fellow journeymen, our fellow practitioners. We're all traveling along in the train, and that could become another form of scenery. Oh, I hate this one. Well, love that one. So, you know, somehow we completely forget about the trip itself. We think the trip is about finding wonderful scenery, having beautiful experiences, or avoiding very rough terrain or changing the rough terrain. We become ensnared by everything else around us because because we our attention becomes usurped. I think that's a good word. I like that word, usurped. Our attention, our, and what is our attention? It's our force, it's our life. What we attend to is what we experience. But it becomes usurped, stolen, grabbed by the scenery and by the other passengers. Most of the time we're looking out the window or we're looking around or always looking around. Where am I, what am I going to get from this? from this relationship, from this person, from this moment in time. And inevitably, of course, then, inevitably, sorrow, suffering, a lot of anguish arises on this journey because no matter what we try to create and hold on to, the train keeps moving, it passes. We have to keep going along. We have to leave the scenes we might love so much. You know, once many, many years ago, my brother, I'll never forget this, and it's so relevant to this, to Uchiyama's image. 
of our being on the train. And he, he says, don't get off the train. <laughs> don't get stuck with the scenery. But my brother, at one time, he was traveling to Europe to meet up with a friend. And the plane, he had changed planes in Iceland. And he got out, and he got out at a stop there. And it was the scenery. He was so incredibly beautiful to him. He loved it, the color of the sky, many things about it. He just couldn't leave. He did not take the next flight, the, the flight that was catching, that he was supposed to catch. He stayed there, and he wrote to me, said, please send me some sweaters. I'm here. I can't go on. I love it here. I want to stay here for a while. He said, well, what about your friend who's waiting for you in, in Europe at the other end of the trip? He said, I'll write to him. I'll tell him I can't come right now. So, you know, that's a very fascinating connection to our talk today. It happens. We get so pulled off our ride, our direction, our focus. Now, you might say that's lovely. He enjoyed his new, his new environment. But somehow the time comes, we have to leave it. We must go on either back home, forward to meet the, the friend. We cannot stay in these different places, these different scenes forever. We, we, we won't. The, another train is going to come and just pick up. We've got to get right back on that train. So there's the pain of leaving a place. There's a the pain of feeling, oh my God, what did I do? You know, why did I do that? Why did I get pulled up? Maybe it happens not into a scenery, but into a relationship. Oh my God, I'm committed to this person. And here I go, pulled off, pulled away to someone else through intense feelings. You know, our feelings are also very, very vivid scenery of our lives. And our thoughts are scenery. All the scenery as we do Zazen, we don't, maybe we don't view it as scenery, but they're the scenery of our practice and of our journey. journey. And when we get caught, which we do all the time, unfortunately, a lot of suffering inevitably arises. Anguish. And we think the anguish is because of what's happening in the scenes that we go through, but it's not. That's not the ultimate cause of the anguish. The anguish is that we're unwilling to just take the trip. Just stay on the train. Focus on the train. Focus on your, in other words, as saying focus on your life the energy that's just moving along. Focus on who is taking this trip. Return to the actual journey itself. Pull your attention back to that. Now, many people will be very terrified to do this because they don't know where the train is headed. No idea. No idea when a strange turn is going to come about. It's scary. We want the control of thinking that we're driving it, we're in charge. We can create the scenery to our liking. But you know, the scenery doesn't really matter that much. Why do we put all our time and energy and get so absorbed in it? Because we're frightened of the trip itself. 
the trip and the and the traveler. We're only frightened about it because we don't know how did we get on this train, where is it going, who is in charge of the trip, and who is the one traveling along. We don't know the answers to that. It's bewildering. It's confusing. It's it could be even alarming. When we look at it directly, being on a train, we don't know where to. We don't know what's wanted of us or needed of us along this journey. These are very, very deep koans, and they're also instruction for how to practice. They're also instruction for how to reverse our attention. Attention, that's big word in practice. To, you know, the, the scenery will keep arising, but we keep on returning our attention to the trip, to the traveler. To, I won't say to our destination. Many of us do dwell upon the destination of the trip, and all different sorts of ideas arise about that. Many, many, many thoughts, fantasies, wishes, the truth is we just don't know. We don't know. And that itself is, oh my goodness. So we want to cling on to something that it seems we do know. Well, I know where I am now. I know the scenery. I better play around with that. But no, 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 because that scenery is not going to be there for long. And even if you make it to your liking, it's going to be to the, you're going to, the train keeps going and there'll be other scenes. So it is such heartbeat of practice to return to the trip, to the one sitting on the train. And when we sit on the cushion, we're sitting on the train. We're a traveler. And we, and we, and we meet many, 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 many kinds of scenery and different passengers. So are we going to get embroiled with that? Or are we going to stay seated and keep our focus, keep our attention on what we're doing on the train, which is traveling, <laughs> traveling. Beautiful Zen poem by Basho, a traveler, let me be known thus, this autumn evening or this winter evening, a traveler. What a, you know, that's so beautiful, a traveler. Let me be known thus. Many people are always taking trips, many, many trips, vacations, traveling. I've always said I travel, oh, I travel so deeply on my cushion for years and years and years and years. When you travel, when you sit and you just, there you are. Travel through life with practice. It's a very different trip to stay seated deeply on that cushion or on the train or wherever you are. The cushion is wherever you are at that moment to return to where you are, to the moment. That's another way of returning to your cushion. Not getting, I was going to say slaughtered. That's quite a, a word. I was thinking of the onslaught of all the different scenes that keep coming at us, impressions, people, news, and they really, really, they really pull us off our journey and off the train. So that's what I am offering today as a, a way of looking at not only life, but practice as well. Return the focus. Keep in touch with the train itself, with your life itself, with the form, the force of energy 
of the flow of energy. Just stay quietly. Just no matter what the, what the scenes are on the train, and you will you will as you do this, you will be shown, you will discover more and more who the other passengers are, what is really needed of you, and ultimately. Some say they're shown where they're going. Others do not know. But whether you do or not, it'll be okay. Some great trust will emerge in the driver or in the one who is moving the train. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much for listening. It's been great to be back today and talk to you. The URL for the podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And I, I wish you a beautiful day and a wonderful holiday season. I'll be back next week. God willing, everything will be good. I'll be back. And thank you. Bye.